Welcome back to New Rockstars, I'm Eric Boss, and Spider-Man's tragic departure from the MCU has posed so many questions about his future on screen. I gave some initial thoughts on it last week, and then we went deeper into it in Rogue Theory, go check that out, but honestly, it's hard for me to discuss this without getting screamed at by one of the four Spider-Men on Hollywood Boulevard. They got running shoes, they're real fast. But I'm gonna break down the latest Spider-Gate updates and present what I think Sony's future Spider-Verse could look like. And please don't get mad at me for speculating about a future that you just don't want at this moment, because hey, it could still be a future that we actually end up really digging. So quick recap. Last week, Deadline reported that Disney had approached Sony with an offer to increase their financing and profit share for their co-produced Spider-Man movies from 5% to 50% for future collaborations that Kevin Feige would oversee, an offer that Sony flatly rejected. And actually, further reports said that Disney's offer was more reasonable, something around 25%. Sony, meanwhile, seems to be pointing its finger at Feige for being too busy focused on other Marvel projects. And actually, some reporting has suggested that Disney execs like Alan Bergman wanted Feige to focus on incoming Fox Marvel reboots, like The Mutants and Fantastic Four, rather than spending all of his time and energy making billions for a rival studio, Sony, that Disney would only get a piece of. Since Disney already owns all the merchandising for the Spider-Man brand, like the very profitable toys, and the ability to get churros with a Spider-Man without running shoes in a fanny pack at Disneyland, Disney is already making plenty of billions from this character, so you can see how their profit-driven suits may feel like they have enough leverage to just walk. Now, there were some rumors in recent days that a secret deal between Disney and Sony was going to be revealed at D23. It did not happen, and the details did sound way too good to be true. They were saying there was a deal for six to seven Kevin Feige, Tom Holland, Spider-Man movies, which would follow Peter through college and beyond, meeting friends like Firestar, Iceman, and the future Avengers and Fantastic Four, in which Marvel would co-finance for 30% and get exclusive rights to stream Spider-Man on Disney+, and Venom would go to the MCU, and Marvel would co-produce all the live-action Spider-Man spinoffs, and all of us get Teslas. I mean, I'm all for wishful thinking, folks, but seriously? I mean, I hate to break it to you, but that deal probably isn't happening. In fact, most recently, Kevin Feige and Tom Holland have opened up and seemed to confirm Spider-Man in the MCU is indeed over. Feige said the deal was never meant to last forever, and that he was thankful to tell the story he always wanted to tell. Holland said that the future of Spider-Man will be different, but will be equally as awesome and amazing, and Holland probably said that while fighting the urge to spoil something, anything, anything. Holland has also said that he sat down in a pitch meeting for Spider-Man 3 and promised it would be something very special and very different. Tom Holland is still attached for two more Spider-Man movies at Sony. Now, there are reports that Marvel is actually trying to court away director John Watts. But let's take Tom Holland at his word that the future of Spider-Man could still be equally as awesome and amazing with some new ways to make it even cooler, because Holland is right. Like, I have loved what Kevin Feige and the Marvel Studios team have done with the Peter Parker character, and they have been far more consistent in quality than Sony alone ever was, with highs like End of the Spider-Verse, but also low, low lows like The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But even at Marvel's best, which has been real good, the MCU has still been a bit hamstrung to showcase Peter's full cinematic potential. Like, Spider-Man isn't just supporting comic relief to conflicts between grown-ups. There's also a lot more to him than a struggle to define himself outside of the shadow of Tony Stark and the Avengers. Like, I'm not saying Feige wouldn't have made Peter the Marvel frontman in his MCU. Maybe that would have been his Phase 4 and Phase 5 plan if this Sony deal went through. But the fact of the matter is, Sony owns the rights to all of the characters in Peter's world, and that it's not changing. Sony is a profitable movie studio, and the only way that they would sell Spider-Man, by far their most valuable character, to Disney, is if Sony, like, wanted to leave the filmmaking business altogether and, like, go back to selling PlayStations, TVs, headphones. Now, that might happen someday, just 
just not anytime soon. Because Sony has, at least in one recent instance, proven its ability to hire creators who understand what makes Spider-Man's world special. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, in my eyes, is the closest a movie has gotten to a true Spider-Man film. And not just because of the vibrant animation, this movie introduced a seemingly infinite world of interesting characters. It's funny, the action is great, the story is compelling, and the teen angst of the hero is the driving force of the narrative. It's not like the dismissed B story that Peter Parker has to swing away from and we all forget about while he's playing with the grown-ups. This isn't meant as a criticism of the MCU Spider-Man so far, it's just been kind of hard for them to put Peter Parker in Iron Man's world and not have Iron Man be in the spotlight of it. So let's just imagine that Sony is capable of learning lessons from Feige's successes with him in the MCU and that Sony might be able to trust creative minds like those behind Into the Spider-Verse to roll out a slate of Spider-Man films that might fulfill Tom Holland's promise. Based on what we know right now, with the right writers and directors attached, Sony's live-action Spider-Verse could be even more exciting than Marvel's announced Phase 4. Let's start with Spider-Man 3. As Tom Holland said, it is in development. Far From Home writers Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, who are super talented dudes, have already started writing the script. And before the breakup, Kevin Feige mentioned that the story would center around Peter Parker as a person. Really, this Sony Spider-Man 3 would not require Peter to, like, reset his reality or anything. He could still live in New York, just picking up where things left off in Far From Home, and just not address any of the specific things that tied him to Tony Stark. So, other than a depressing breakup between Aunt May and Happy Hogan, Peter Parker's story going forward is already largely severed from connections to the MCU. It sounds like it's more about conflicts with entities that Sony owns the exclusive rights to, like J. Jonah Jameson. Now, Peter Parker would not get to use Tony Stark's Iron Spider armor probably ever again, but really, building his own new suits has always been what Peter Parker is all about. As I speculated before, this Spider-Man 3 could feature Peter Parker trying to clear his name while dealing with a new villain, perhaps Flash Thompson in a kind of Harry Osborn role, with Far From Home hinting at some background family drama for him. Maybe this could tie in things like Norman Osborn, Oscorp, and the Green Goblin. But when it comes to films currently on the schedule, Sony does have a Morbius Living Vampire movie in the works with Jared Leto coming July 2020. And then after that, the next movie on their lineup is Venom 2 coming October 2020, which will be directed by Andy Serkis. And after all this, we could be looking at a Venom Spider-Man crossover. As in the comics, this could feature these enemies joining forces to defeat an even worse threat, Carnage, with Woody Harrelson established as Cletus Cassidy in the Venom post-credits scene. Now, I will say, it would probably take a bit of elbow grease to adjust Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock into someone that we could plausibly see in a movie alongside Tom Holland's Peter Parker. But then again, I never would have thought Moody Hunk Thor could be taken by the quirky director of Hunt for the Wilder People and teamed up with Hulk in one of the best buddy comedy superhero movies ever. And yeah, I could see Andy Serkis pulling that off too. And by the way, another benefit, a Venom Spider-Man Carnage movie could also be more violent with an R rating, whereas Disney has said R-rated content will not be on their Disney Plus platform. Now, I'll get to the other movies that could fill out this Sony Spider-Verse slate, but before we continue, thank you to our sponsor, Skillshare, for helping us make this episode. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can explore classes in everything from photography and creative writing to marketing, productivity, and more. Its premium membership gives you unlimited access to high-quality classes from experts working in their fields to help you gain new skills to live your best life. I have actually kind of embraced my inner Peter Parker lately by taking up amateur photography. So I have gotten a lot out of the Skillshare course, Street Photography Capture the Life of Your City, taught by the cool cityscape photographer Trash Hand. Just be careful snapping photos of the Spider-Men on Hollywood Boulevard. They will chase you down and demand $10. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes or workshops. An annual subscription to Skillshare is less than $10 a month. And because Skillshare is sponsoring this episode, you will receive a two-month free trial 
trial by clicking on the link in the description. Just go to skl.sh slash newrockstars14. Okay, back to this Spider-Verse lineup. We also have heard reports that Sony is developing a Nightwatch film written by the showrunner of Luke Cage and a Craven the Hunter film adapted from the Craven's Last Stand comic storyline in which Craven seemingly kills Spider-Man and takes on his suit and identity. It's really one of the best Spider-Man stories in the comics. And that brings us to a Sinister Six movie. So Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home have hinted at several villains who could make up a live-action Sinister Six, including Vulture, Scorpion, Shocker, a number of others. Really, all they would need is a leader who could be a not-actually-dead Mysterio, or a new villain like Doc Ock or Green Goblin who could be revealed in Spider-Man 3. Director Drew Goddard was originally scheduled to make a Sinister Six film for Sony before the deal with Marvel went into effect in 2015. Since then, he was briefly attached to shoot an X-Force film for Fox, but now that the Disney-Fox merger is affecting Deadpool's future, Goddard may once again be available. There have also been discussions about Black Cat and Silver Sable movies, and of course, an animated sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, in addition to a Spider-Woman spinoff with Gwen Stacy. So really, when you plot all of these out along a Sony Spider-Verse lineup, I gotta say, if it's led by talented creatives like McKenna and Summers, Andy Serkis, Drew Goddard, Lord Miller, these titles could prove to the world that other cinematic universes besides the one with a big M in front of it could be successful. Of course, that is until five years from now, when the mouse singularity monopolizes all entertainment and we all become slaves to Disney who crosses over Tom Holland Spider-Man with Will Smith Genie and they like get married and adopt the Muppet babies and we love it. Do you think this Sony Spider-Verse could actually be something that you enjoy alongside the MCU or are you determined to boycott anything that isn't credited with Kevin Feiger's PGA? Comment down below with your thoughts. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EAVoss. Subscribe to New Rockstars for more Spider-Man updates. Thank you for joining me and whatever shock or confusion you feel during this time, it all pales in comparison to how Jeff Goldblum reacted to the news.